As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryan, your host for the show. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. It is my pleasure to help guide you on your journey to engineering your success and designing a life where you are winning at work and at home. I hope that you had a great week. I know that I've had a great week and I've really been excited about coming to you this week with our topic. So today we're going to talk about from trying to thriving six simple steps to reach your next level. But before I get into today's topic, I have a couple of announcements, but I also want to recap what we've been doing over the past few weeks. So over the past few weeks, we focused on chase the habit and not the goal. Last week in particular, we talked about the overcoming the top 10 things that people face when trying to form a new habit. Those things include lack of motivation, procrastination, having unrealistic expectations, a lack of support, insufficient planning, having a negative mindset, overcoming a negative mindset, overcoming fear of change, fear of failure, and fear of success, and overcoming it all or nothing mindset. So for each one of the things that I've listed, we had a brief discussion about it and then provided some key steps to help move you forward in overcoming those obstacles and getting over those obstacles so that you can form the habits that will transform your life. So if you want more information on that, I would encourage you to check out episode 94 and 95 of the Engineer Your Success podcast where the focus was on chasing the habit and not the end goal. All right. So in terms of announcements, I'm thinking about what we're going to do over the summer for our Engineer Your Success on-ramp series. For those of you that are not familiar with the Success on-ramp, it's our monthly complimentary meeting for the Engineer Your Success community, where like-minded people, people that have a science, technology, and engineering background, people who are interested in personal development and continuing to move towards self-mastery come together and we talk about issues. We've talked about overcoming procrastination, overcoming imposter syndrome, and a whole host of topics, building vision. But what I'm thinking about coming up for starting in June is a few topics that I'm considering. I really would like your input and feedback. One would be overcoming fear. That's both the fear of failure and the fear of success. Really having an on-ramp session where we talk about what are some tools, tips, and techniques that we can use to help us move past fear. Another one is what does winning at home look like? So many of you know that I talk about winning at work and winning at home. And for some people, winning at work is easy to identify. It's easy to understand what that is. But winning at home for some is a bit elusive. So I want to spend some time both on a podcast episode as well as an on-ramp series really unpacking what winning at home looks like 
the last topic that we're considering is leveraging chat GPT, you know, AI tools to help with your personal productivity. And when you improve your personal productivity, you're improving your time management, you're getting tips that can help you achieve success, both at work and at home. So none of these topics are set in stone. This is just some of the things that we're thinking about um, as we continue to build community and address the issues that are important to you. The last announcement is I'm going to be kicking off an email series again. I took a break from sending emails for some time. Now I'm going to start re-engaging the email list. And the first thing that we're going to start with is I think an issue that addresses not just engineers, but other people as well. And one of the things that I stress on the podcast is that engineers are people too. And they face the same challenges. We face the same challenges that everyone else faces. So when we did our market research and then talking to people in our circles, it became evident that one of the things that our community could use is just a voice of encouragement and motivation. And so if you would like to receive a short email or video message, just in terms of a quote or motivation, on starting on Mondays, you can use the link in the show notes to sign up for the email list. And so on Mondays, you'll get that. On Wednesday, you'll get some additional information, maybe some type of tool that you can use to help you continue to achieve success. Hi, this is James, and I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next Success or Ramp. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals, in building habits that stick, becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today. Okay, so let's get into today's episode from trying to thriving six simple steps to reach your next level. A lot of this came up for me, at least this topic came up for me as a result of what we were doing on the podcast. And then I also read a book by Craig Rochelle, and that's The Power to Change, Mastering the Habits That Matter Most. And in that book, it's broken up into five major parts. So part number one is who, not do. So talking about, you know, you become, you, your actions and what you do are based on who you are, right? Your habits are based on who you are, that identity piece. Part two was a, a segment on training, not trying. And that one is we're going to focus on today, or at least some of the the takeaways that I had and how I have incorporated that into my practice and, you know, what, what does it mean? The training versus trying, uh, part three was habits, not hope, you know, hope is great, but hope's not going to bring the transformation, but the daily activities that you do, the habits that you incorporate on a daily basis, that's where the transformation is going to happen. How you have to work on sowing, not reaping, because if you sow, the reaping will come. But if you just focus on that end result on the fruit and you're not sowing seeds, then eventually you're going to run out of things to reap. And the last part that he talks about is that it's in God's power, not willpower. So there's a point where we're trying to achieve something and you get to that point and you say, I can't do it and I need help. 
And so in this context, you know, Craig Crochell is talking about really relying on God's power to help you achieve that habit, to help you continue to move forward. But the concept that really kind of stood out to me that grabbed my attention was when he started talking about the difference between trying and training. So as soon as I heard it, it clicked with me, right? I found myself really exploring the concepts mentally, thinking about it. Yeah, there is a difference between trying and train. Uh, when I got into meetings with my clients, guess what topic would come up? The difference between trying and training. There are a few kind of uh, quotes, so to speak, that came out of the book, or at least ideals that I've grabbed out of the book. One is, instead of trying to emulate outcomes, focus on emulating the inputs of the people that you admire. Because sometimes we see what other people are doing and we want that outcome, but we can't have the outcome unless we're willing to put in the work and do the inputs that drive that outcome. Another one is we don't get results by focusing on results. We get results by focusing on the action, the daily inputs that lead to the results. And the last concept, so I think, you know, none of these things are new, but it was great to have a good reminder is that you may not be able to control the outcome. You can't control the outcome. The outcome is in the future. But what you can do and what you have complete control over are the actions that you take today, are the actions that you take right now. So, you know, let's get into just the differences between trying and training. So we're going to start talking about trying and then we're going to move over into training. And then we're going to talk about these six steps that can really help move you from trying to thriving. So we're talking about trying. Trying is when you put forward some effort to do something that you may or may not be for familiar with. So trying, you know, by its nature is going to be temporary. It does not include a long-term commitment. I'm going to try this. You're not committing to it, but you're going to try it. And trying does not have any clear long-term goals because it is not a long-term activity. You're trying it to see if you like it. You're trying it to see if you want to commit, but you are not committing. So none of these, these things when we talk about trying is bad or wrong, but they're just general characteristics that come up with trying. So you may be familiar with the nursery rhyme. If first you don't succeed, try, try again. So th there's nothing wrong with trying, but I do believe when we get to the concepts of training, training is much better, much better just in terms for your long-term success in the goals that you may have in life. So trying, here are a, a few pros about trying. Trying provides exposure to new skills and ideals. You know, you can explore different interests. Trying also provides the opportunity for variety. And so when you try something that you've never done before, you expand the boundaries of your definition of possible. And so if the choice is between trying or doing nothing, I'm going to tell you right now, trying will win every time. I would much rather have someone try to do something than nothing at all. And you can get into the Yoda quote where, you know, he says to Luke, do or do not, there is no try. I get that. That, that goes to your intent and what you're going to do. And I would say the definition that we'll get into for trying probably, I mean, for training goes into that a little bit more. But again, some of the positives of trying, it can expose you to opportunities for growth and it can expand your definition of possible and it can help you find 
your passion. So in terms of the limitations of trying, it can be inconsistent effort. There's no way to measure long-term meaningful progress. There's no path for long-term success because it's not a long-term activity. And mastery, which actually comes with consistent effort over time, is you're not going to get any kind of mastery over life or over skill by just trying a little bit of this and a little bit of that, because it leaves little room for mastery. And the last thing that I'll say about trying is by nature, it is not a commitment. So again, if the choice is between trying or doing nothing, trying beats doing nothing all day long. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. But I do believe that there is real power in thinking through this concept of training. And when I think about training versus trying really clicks and makes, it really makes a difference in how you approach moving forward. So when I think about training, training is a deliberate, consistent effort over time with the intent to achieve a desired outcome. So training by nature is study. It's an ongoing commitment to the development of a specific skill or pursuit. It requires long-term dedication, which is crucial for achieving mastery over a skill or in an area of knowledge. Training has very clear goals and objectives that provide focus and direction. Another way to look at training is deliberate practice because training involves intentional targeted practice aimed at improving performance. It's aimed at improving performance. And here's the thing, you can't improve what you don't measure. If you're not measuring your time, your weight, or your score on something, it is very difficult to actually improve it. So when we talk about training, and even when we talk about chasing the habits and not the goal, it doesn't mean that you don't measure. What it means is that you don't get caught up on the measurement. You really focus on the inputs, because if you do the inputs, then the outcome is going to come. So the benefits of training develops long-term mastery. It helps you do that anyway. It also increases your self-confidence and your competence in an area because you're continuing to grow. You're putting in the reps. You are doing the work. You're able to develop greater resilience in the face of setbacks because you are continuing to train and continuing to push. And it encourages steady progress for growth. So when we think about this and how would it come up? So are you going to try to be a better communicator or is it better for you to train to be a better communicator? Just think about that. Just think about that. Are you going to try to be fit and healthy or are you going to train to be fit and healthy? Are you going to try to meditate or or are you going to train to meditate? When you think about trying versus training. I want you to be honest with yourself and, you know, let me know which one do you think is going to get you to your long-term goal? Which method is going to get you to your dream? Is it going to be trying or is it going to be training? 
I would say it's going to be training. Because when you say you're going to train to be a better communicator, you begin to identify those things that you need to work on. So one area that really showed up for me is podcasting and doing the radio and having the mic. So I started off doing a radio show, Business Excellence, brought to you by Better You For You on IBGR, which was the International Business Growth radio network. So I was asked to come on and do a weekly radio show. I had never done a radio show before. And so I, you know, got my mic and I'm there and it's a live show and I'm really nervous and I'm going through and I'm learning new content. It was an amazing learning opportunity for me, but I really thought that there were areas that I could improve. And so I had to make a decision was I trying to be a radio host? Was I trying to be a podcaster? Or was I actually going to take the steps to train to get better? So one of the things that I had to really train myself to do was to go back and listen to my shows, to listen to my voice. I really didn't want to listen to my voice. I really didn't want to hear it. But going back, particularly in the beginning, you would hear a lot of breaths, a lot of ums and ahs. And if you were to find one of those recordings from an early show compared to now, it seemed like I was just, just playing around back then. It was that bad. But I had to start training my voice, whether it was projecting my voice, whether it was learning how to breathe, whether it was updating and getting the proper equipment, whether it was looking at the lighting, or so different things that you can do to help train you towards where you want to go. But those were all of the things that I had to do. I had a long-term client who is also a podcast listener. You know, one day we were ending up a session and he says, Hey man, yeah, you know, I've listened to a few, you've been listening to your podcast and I listen to other people's podcasts and I just want to compliment you on the quality of your show. And again, that quality all comes back to the training, putting the work in to master a skill. And by no means do I think that, you know, I'm perfect and I'm continuing to improve, but that's just a, just a quick story on the difference between trying and training. You know, if you think about having a coach or an athlete, you know, they train, right? They have a coach and they train. They may work on free throws if it's basketball. They may work on their dribbling. They may work on rebounding. They may work on their overall health, but training is a big part of what they do, even when they're professional athletes. They don't stay where they are by not training. They improve by training. So if you want to improve where you are in your business, you want to improve where you are in your profession, you want to improve your ability to win at home, then identify those issues that may, those things that may be an issue and start training to get better. Stop trying and start training. So these six steps that you can take to move from trying to thriving. One, identify your goals and objectives. And a lot of this that we're going to talk about really fits in nicely with the engineer's blueprint for success. Because in the engineer's blueprint, the number one thing we talk about is identify, I mean, if, you know, identify, focus on what matters most to you. So when we talk about identifying your goals and objectives, that's a way of you focusing on what really matters most to you. Step number two here in these six steps is develop a structure plan for progress. And so these are training activities that you can do to help you get closer 
to your goal. These are habits that you want to incorporate into your daily life. You're looking at milestones, timelines. What are some of the actionable steps that you can take? You want to break the plan up into pieces and phases where you can continue to move forward to make it manageable so that you can maintain motivation and have a sense of accomplishment. You know, part of breaking it down into smaller steps is so that you can continue to be consistent, achieve, gain momentum, consistent, achieve, you gain momentum and you continue to gain momentum as you are incorporating that habit, as you are incorporating training um, into your everyday life. Step number three, I think is one of the most important ones. And that's actually putting in the work, you know, you can have, you can identify what matters most. You can have a plan that will get you there, but if you don't execute and put in the work, you are not going to get there. You're going to have words on paper. You're going to have thoughts in your brain, but you're not going to have the transformation in life that you want. So you have to put in the work and it's always make adjustments as needed. The next step is Listen, if you need help, find a mentor or coach or a mastermind group or community that can help support you to help you get to that next level. I mentioned athletes, they, they're professional athletes, they have coaches. You know, I have a coach. Most of the people that I know that are really thriving, particularly in the coaching and consulting business, they have coaches, they have other people that they are around that are helping to push them, that are helping to ask the right questions that are helping to hold them accountable, that are really helping them not to stay complacent. And so that's one thing that you can do. Get a mentor coach, find a mastermind, just a group of people that will surround you to help continue to move you forward. The next step is monitor progress and adjust your approach as needed. There's always going to be adjustments along the way. And that's where being able to measure comes into play measuring your inputs as well as those outcomes, because as you're measuring the outcome and you say that I haven't reached this goal or I'm not getting there fast enough, then the next step is what have I been doing? What are the inputs that I've had? And do I need to, what adjustments do I need to make so that can improve the outcome that I'm looking for? And the last step is Embrace setbacks. And when I say that, you want to continue to train and move forward. But when you do have a setback, don't beat yourself up. You want to display self-compassion because those setbacks are really opportunities for growth and opportunities for you to continue to move forward and engineer your success. Again, that's six steps that can take you from trying to thriving where you can engineer your success. Really appreciate you spending time with me this week. I'm going to end this podcast episode like I end every podcast episode. And that's this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And a select group of people follow through. They do it and they are living the life of their dreams. I have a question for you. Are you ready to be part of that select few? If you listen to this podcast, implement the things that we've been talking about, you will be part of that select few. I want you to be great this week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life. And it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks. Thanks.